Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to That Healing Feeling. I'm Torsi and I created this podcast talking all things well-being, what makes us feel the absolute best in ourselves, and how we overcome challenges and heal with positivity and strength. It was a joy to speak to the lovely Sophie Deer all the way from Bali about her journey with yoga and how this has influenced her life and the lives of those around her. We speak about Sophie's life before yoga and how falling in love with the practice allowed for balance, empowerment and peace and how her teacher training course allowed for a deeper self-exploration and growth. The yoga community has been affected by the pandemic but Sophie has built an incredible subscription channel with numerous resources and has many exciting future plans. During this episode we also discuss the healing power of meditation, the importance of having compassion for ourselves and others and the holistic essence of yoga. I really hope that you enjoy this episode. Okay, guys, it's amazing. I have Sophie on the podcast this week. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so pleased to be here. No, it's so fab. So basically, this podcast is all about the things that make us feel the best in our lives and what builds positivity and strength in our lives. And because yoga is such a massive part of my life, I completed my teacher training in summer, I really wanted to speak to someone who understood how healing yoga was as a practice as well. So I feel like Sophie's the perfect person to be on my podcast. And um, Sophie, I'd love to start by just speaking about maybe your life before yoga. So how it kind of came into your life, what life was like before you were a yoga teacher? Yeah, of course. So I um, finished university and went straight into uh, TV as an assistant director. So I was working crazy hours, like 90 hour weeks, six days a week. I had no balance. Um, I loved it, especially like in my early 20s. I really loved it. It was a huge sense of adventure. No day was the same. I met some incredible people, worked with some big directors, big actors. And then kind of as um, time went on, I got to my mid-20s. I realized that it was not giving me any balance whatsoever. 
my life was just work. I did not see my friends. I didn't really realize it at the time, but my mental health was not very good at all. Um, and I just started really questioning what I was doing, um, whether I, want, I could see my future in TV. And more and more, the answer was just absolutely not. This is not my calling to be working such crazy hours. And also kind of feeling sad and um, anxious and stressed a lot of the time. And um, I had suffered with insomnia since I was 15. And again, it just kind of became part of my life. I didn't really do a huge amount about it. The doctors I saw in my early 20s were kind of like, yeah, you've got insomnia and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, so as a result, I was just knackered all the time. I was ill all the time. And that fed into anxiety and stress and so on. But it just became uh, kind of my way of life. And then around age 28, I um, went to a doctor, uh, actually about my skin. It was really weird. I went about my skin because I had um, got quite bad acne on my chest and my back and um, in my hairline. And I was about to be a bridesmaid and I was not happy with <laughs> my skin at all. I was like, I need to do something about this. And I'd yeah. always had really good skin. I was really lucky with that. Hmm. And I went to this doctor and we spoke about this. And then he said to me, and are you okay? And so I said, oh yeah, I'm knackered all the time because I've had insomnia for however many years. And um, we got talking and he, by the end of that session, diagnosed me with anxiety. And he said that I really needed to reconsider being in TV because it was making me really, really unhealthy. And he wanted me to go and see a therapist. And um, I said to him, I was like, how can I see a therapist? I start work at like 5 a.m. and I don't finish wow. until 8, 9 p.m. There's no way I can do therapy. And so he said, okay, when you have a, a break in between jobs, because we work as freelancers in TV. So when you have a break in between contracts, go and see this therapist. So I started therapy um, in the summer, I think, of 2015. And by September 2015, wow. I had quit TV. I'd had a really bad um, patch of insomnia and I actually ended up getting signed off work by the same doctor. But it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I remember feeling like yeah. such a failure at the time. But it, looking back, I needed that push to get out of TV. I wasn't confident enough or strong enough. I couldn't even think straight. I mean, I was so tired from not sleeping that being signed off work was just the most brilliant thing. And then I suddenly had all this space to start working out what I was going to do with my life. And basically in that period of, of healing, because I needed a lot of therapy, I had to go and see a psychiatrist. Um, I knew I needed to get like fit and healthy because TV is not a healthy environment. You eat way too much and you never exercise. Um, so I started doing a bit of yoga and I just absolutely fell in love with it. And it was kind of from then that I was like, yeah, I'm going to give this a go. Maybe this is my new career. Oh, I love that. It's crazy as well going to a doctor's appointment and just coming out with a completely different kind of outlook on your life as well. And also, like you say, in terms of the job, I feel so often with these kind of journeys of healing and stuff, we, we have situations, we feel like a failure, like you're saying, but actually those are the things that actually kind of send us in the right direction, which is really hard to see at the time. 
but they build a lot of positivity and strength as well. But that's so that's such a lovely story to kind of demonstrate how you've changed your kind of path of life so much and it's built so much balance in your life. Yeah, I think I really like what you've just said about the failure thing because I I really have redefined my thoughts on failure. So if I fail now, I don't think of it as a bad thing. I know that in some way it's going to lead me to some sort of success. You learn from your failures so much and like there's so much um, research done into how um, so many of the you know, most successful people in the world, they failed and failed and failed and failed on huge accounts as well. Yeah. And so that kind of, yeah, has totally reframed my idea of failure. Yeah. Have you ever um, listened to Elizabeth Day's podcast, How to Fail? Yeah, I, I have. I, I need to listen to a few more, but I have listened to some and they're brilliant. On her podcast, she gets quite like big names on her podcast. And it's just, like you just say, demonstrates that people who are very successful do fail. It's completely a normal step with a journey to becoming successful and becoming happy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so when you started practicing yoga, how quickly did you kind of come to the decision that you wanted to get your teacher training? Because I practiced it maybe I mean I'm, I'm quite young I'm, I'm 21 <laughs> but I only um I practiced when I was I started practicing when I was about 12 actually I was really young because I used to be an athlete and I used it as a recovery method from running but I, I obviously soon quickly realized it was much more than that but when did you kind of have that transition between being a student and then being like actually I'd love to be a teacher um for me it was quite quick so I had started a little bit of yoga before I was signed off work and um and then as I said when I signed off work I like had all this free time so I was just yeah I was at some points doing like two classes a day because for me it was so powerful unlike any type of exercise I had done before um I say like exercise but yeah so much more than that <laughs> um and I very much for me to begin with it was like all of it was about the physical like how I was feeling physically after a class like was just so powerful but I think what happened for me I was really lucky because I um I went to try yoga in London and I just chanced upon a class um with someone called Julie Montague who's a very big kind of um, yeah, London I've UK out of her she's fantastic and I went to I went to one of her classes and um she just suited what I needed so well so she comes in and she's got all this energy and she's like a mum with four kids and just so down to earth so fun so chilled when I first got into yoga I thought it was just going to be chanting and stretching so to me I was like no I don't want to do any of that and then I discovered Julie's classes and they were so powerful and um how she started the class she always started with a breathing practice I had never ever understood about breathing until I went to her classes. Like I didn't even think about it as being a way to change the state of your nervous system to get you out of anxiety and stress. Like no one had taught me that before. I'd never come across that. So number one was that that ability just to stop and pause and breathe. And she always starts her classes like in pretty much exactly the same way. And then what she would do is read from a blog or a book or some kind of um, something that she had learned from that week. And it could be any kind of spiritual theme. But for me, it didn't feel spiritual because it was it was so accessible. Um, And 
I felt like I was being taught these amazing like nuggets of wisdom Mm. and I was moving my body and connecting to my body and breathing all in this really fun atmosphere because she also played like pumping loud music and it just wasn't anything like I had expected yoga to be yeah and I found her so so inspiring that I looked at her and I thought if she's changing my life so much I had like I would go to every single class I could (laughs) and I just thought if I could do that for one person then I I will be so, so happy. And yeah. that was what, what did it for me. So I was like, right, I'm going to go and do my teacher training. And I remember being so nervous and, and going up to her being like, so I'm going to do my teacher training. And she was like, <laughs> so happy for me. And it turns out now, like I've ended up um, being her assistant. I was her assistant for over a year at Tri-Yoga. And um, she's come to my classes now, which is so surreal. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love Julie. She's, she's really incredible. She's been like such a wonderful mentor to me. So that was what really kind of got me into it. It must be so rewarding for her as well, for you to have kind of been inspired by her to do your teacher training. I'm sure she absolutely loves that. And like you say, that's kind of in itself is as a teacher, as we're both teachers, we know kind of that reward you get for making people feel like just so good and so connected and I think like you say it's so great that she makes it so accessible and like fun and it's it sounds I mean I really want to do one of her classes now Um, yeah you should definitely go it sounds amazing and I like what you said as well that I mean obviously yoga is a form of movement and it is amazing for our physical health but yeah it's so much more than that and I was the same I get I guess like as I said doing it as a recovery practice was obviously from a very kind of physical perspective and yeah I quite quickly discovered actually like quite a young age I was I just felt so much more at peace and I found it really aided my mental health and then I'm quite a spiritual person as well it just seemed to all come together and obviously like yoga is union so it's such an incredible thing and I think sometimes like it is kind of seen in slightly too much of the physical sense and I think drawing out those aspects maybe not obviously like keeping it accessible but letting people realize like I don't want anyone to come to one of my classes and not kind of feel a bit more grounded mentally and spiritually as well yeah it's really interesting I think so many people do come to yoga for the physical practice and then there's this like beauty and magic that even if you're like no I'm not going to be touched by any of that woo-woo spiritual rubbish (laughs) yeah it touches you somehow it touches you and Jason Crandall uh, I don't know if you know him he's one of my um teachers he's he's amazing he he kind of reminded me of that so he's got a brilliant podcast um or his wife has a brilliant podcast and he's featured on it a lot and he gets lots of questions from yoga teachers one of them I remember I listened to this podcast being like how do I incorporate the spirituality of yoga and he was just like don't even force it don't don't even try because the fact is it will just happen there is this magic and power of yoga that will teach people so much even if it's just about the power of breathing in and out a little bit deeper or closing your eyes and um, putting one hand on your heart and one hand on your tummy and feeling that connection like these small simple things will build and 
in so many cases lead to changing people's lives. So it doesn't even need to be this really overtly like spiritual Sanskrit, you know, let's talk about yoga philosophy. It doesn't need to be like that. It can be really accessible and put in a modern day context and it ends up being incredibly powerful. Yeah. And it, like you say, it's so subtle, like it's the smallest things. And I love that, like not forcing it. It just does not need to be forced. It's, yeah, like you say, it's finding that connection between our body with our breath and just, yeah, I think moving with the breath is so, so foundational as well. And I completely agree that when I started really incorporating my breathing with it, that completely changed it for me. That like I found it so much more of a healing practice when I started working with my breath as well. And yeah, I feel like pranayama or breath work is just, for me, probably like, the biggest part of it I mean something that I do every morning like I can't it's just so like it's such a part of my life now yeah it's super cool I think also another really beautiful thing about yoga and also super awesome in terms of being a yoga teacher is yoga is life so you can literally put anything you Uh, want into your classes like the sometimes the way I theme my classes can be I mean it's anything I don't I'm not someone who's going to read from a super spiritual text but what I might do is read from a Brené Brown book and talk about vulnerability and truth and um, courage and things that just inspire me day to day and that can be yoga you know it's so that's such a it's, it's just it's basically like a tool to lead a better life uh, yeah I feel so lucky to be able to teach this practice and bring in any kind of inspiration that is affecting me right now yeah so it's it's really beautiful and no, it's, no, I feel very happy. no it's so it's it's stunning and um where did you do your teacher training and how did you find the experience so I actually did it in Sydney um oh, because I needed to get out of the UK I was just it was winter and I was struggling and I when it's gonna get out and I did it at body mind life and I had the most amazing teachers um Kat and Noelle um and they I feel like I've been really lucky because since doing my teacher training I've seen a lot of teachers come out of teacher trainings and the knowledge and tools that Kat and Noel gave us, I think, exceeded a lot of teacher trainings that I see out there. We got taught so much about sequencing, and I often get told that my sequencing is, you know, really interesting and creative. And I do give a lot of credit for my original teachers for that. So, um, yeah, I, it was a fantastic course. It's, um, as you know, a strange experience in terms of the fact that you are learning so much about yourself yeah and and you're pushed to your limits you know you are doing a lot of physical practice you're learning a lot there's a lot of discipline and yeah it was it was an amazing experience but yeah it's tough in the way that you uncover a lot about yourself and that can be quite an experience you know like a a lot of tears yeah (laughs) it's very intense I think Sydney must have been been amazing. I was actually meant to be in Sydney right now on a year abroad, but that was cancelled. So. But um, yes, Sydney's got a special place in my heart. I haven't been, but I just feel like I'm going to like live there at some point in my life. But it wasn't meant to be this year. <laughs> um, 
but um, the beauty about um, being a yoga teacher though is you're constantly learning and so you can yeah. do there's just so many courses out there that can add on uh, you know there's yeah. just so much you can explore yeah and again kind of going back to what I said like yoga is about movement and creativity and um, spirituality and the breath and so much there's so there's so many different things you could add on with it you know and oh and another thing one of the best things I've done and it's not about having a training in terms of being able to teach it because I, I can't teach this type of meditation but I did um, a Vedic meditation course for me to get deeper into my own meditation practice and that was phenomenal and has changed me so much as a person and therefore has changed my teaching so it's yeah, yeah it's, it's super cool that you just keep adding all these things on so you'll get to do some stuff in person at some point no I definitely will I'm, I'm I can't wait for that to be kind of a reality where I can actually go and kind of like add on to my hours as well um I feel like meditation is something that I used to find so so kind of not not like I always liked it, but I feel like I found it kind of, I was kind of doing it as like a healthy habit to take off my list, you know, whereas now it's so much more, it's like you say, it's a self-exploration. It's, it's just so much more deep than that. Yeah. So I started meditating with the apps. I started with Headspace and then I went on to Calm. (laughs) And what I realized I was doing was I would get into a place where I was feeling stressed or anxious and I'd be like, oh my God, I've got to meditate. And so I'd meditate only on those times when I was feeling stressed and what I realized was meditation needs to be a consistent practice in order for you to be able to deal with the times that you are stressed it shouldn't be like the pill you take once you are ill it's like the preventative um, measure that you you take and I knew I needed more help than an app and I came across the London Meditation Centre and went to one of their introductory talks and met Gillian. And when Gillian started speaking, I just knew she was like my teacher. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And my mentor, she's the most incredible woman. Uh, she's got such an amazing energy about her. And I straight away signed up for the course. and. Um, yeah, I'm a big, um, big fan of theirs. We've, we've, we've collaborated a bit. She's been on my podcast as well. So since then, so that was kind of spring 2019, I've had a really regular meditation practice. Just simple things like pause, take a breath before I react. My ability to have perspective, my ability to have way more compassion, way less judgment. It's just, I attribute so much of that to my meditation practice. Yeah, it's incredibly powerful. Until you meditate and do it regularly, you just can't explain it. Yeah, I completely agree. And I, I love, love what you said about it being kind of that preventative medicine. I think that's the same with so many things in our lives. Like we often, I think in our kind of modern society, we kind of wait till we're ill and then and then are like, oh, we need to work, work on ourselves. But I think that's so, so important to address is that these are the tools that stop us from becoming like that. And like you say, with the stress and anxiety, like, so I, I have a very consistent meditation practice now, but I, I would kind of, before I realized this kind of aspect of it, I would do it every day and then would feel so great that I'd be like, oh, I don't need to do it anymore. And then a few weeks later, I would feel awful. And I'd be like, why do I feel awful? I'd be like, oh wait, because I stopped taking my preventative medicine. <laughs> so yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's completely it's it's something that really is so powerful and I'd love to get into how your teaching was influenced by lockdown because I finished my teacher training like in lockdown obviously so I started my teaching on zoom (laughs) apart from with my family um which is crazy but um yeah how did you find lockdown personally but also as as a teacher I had actually already planned to move to Bali to set up a subscription channel. So I'd been teaching for um, three and a half years, maybe. Um, And about two and a half years into it, I knew I wanted to like set up a subscription channel. Lots of my clients were moving out of London. I realized that I was teaching at one studio. I had, you know, a small demographic of people that I could teach. And I just really felt like I could offer more out to the world so I was like I want to set up this subscription channel and I want it to be really holistic not just yoga but meditation recipes wellness tips movement all sorts of things and I had planned to set it up in London 
And then basically to <laughs> cut a long story short, my, me and my husband um, decided sadly to separate. Mm-hmm. And what we were doing was we were actually buying a house in London that was going to give me the ability to film in this house. And then because we were separating, we were no longer buying this house. And I was like, okay, I've lost my husband and I don't know what I'm going to do with my work now because that was completely my plan. I planned everything for it. Yeah. And I came out to Bali for like this little break to get away from everything because that was obviously a really tricky time. Yeah, of course. I could set up my subscription channel a lot cheaper in Bali. Yeah. So I came back to London and I decided I would move to Bali to set up this subscription channel. I moved to Bali and literally in my first week, everything started kicking off. And my family and friends were like, Sophie, you need to come back. And I was like, absolutely not. And (laughs) my cousin who has got an um, MBA, he helps me with some business stuff. He was like, Sophie, whatever you've got, get it out as quick as you can. And I had planned to like take two months to film loads, to do loads of the podcast, to, you know, really prep it. And I planned it really well. I had all these spreadsheets and so on. I'm yeah. proud of myself because again, I'm not <laughs> good at that side. I'm not good at no, the organizational side. <laughs> and I realized I just needed to get it out. So I managed to get it out in just under three weeks, which pretty much killed me, but I did manage to get it out. Okay. And it kicked off. Like I was so lucky. I had so many people subscribing. Um, so it did very well, very quickly, but then it was like, I've got to keep up this momentum and do all these live classes. And so the channel has completely changed, I suppose, in terms of what I originally thought it would be because so many people started moving online. But the lucky thing is I did already have that kind of plan in place. I moved some of my privates online already because they knew I was moving to Bali. And I said, let's try and make it work. And they were keen to make it work. And then when everything happened in lockdown, they were really pleased that they had a yoga teacher. So that side of my teaching moved over. And then the other thing that kind of came around was, a teacher mentorship program because I realized that I had learned a lot of tools and how to get an online following very quickly. And there were people like you coming straight out of teacher training and being like, this has changed everything. How do I now teach? Mm -hmm. And everyone's trying to navigate this. And I'd created this platform um, relatively quickly. So I decided in the summer to run a mentorship program for newer yoga teachers. Uh, I was pretty nervous to do it and it went so well and I had 12 yoga teachers that I'm still kind of in touch with and some of them I now mentor one-to-one as well and that so that side has been really challenging but really rewarding and really exciting and it's like a hot it's opened like this whole new chapter for me in terms of uh, what I offer so I now offer this um this kind of coaching mentorship side um, where it's not necessarily just newer yoga teachers, but maybe people who, um, so I have one mentee who wants to go into some sort of wellness, um, but she doesn't know what yet. And I have one mentee who's a a life coach. Um, So yeah, that's been unexpected, but really, really cool. Oh, I'd love to do that with you. (laughs) I I will. It'd be amazing. Um, 
in terms of your personal life, I mean, that's, that's a challenging adaption as I'm moving across the world and then setting up all these things. But that's, it sounds like you've done just incredibly from it in terms of your teaching, which is so, so good to hear. And in terms of um, plans for the future, what's it looking like in terms of you're just going to continue as you're going now with the momentum of your, of your courses and everything? Yeah, I think uh, I have so many people saying, when are you coming home? When are you coming home? Yeah. And for me, it doesn't make sense to come home or come back to the UK whilst everything is going on. And I'm very lucky. My quality of life is really great out here. And um, I have this ability to continue to do my work, which I think I would really struggle with in back in London at the moment. So my plan is to stay here and to hopefully come back for a visit um, some point next year. I'm going to continue with growing the channel. I've got um, a challenge. I, think, I suppose it's called a challenge. It's, well, I'm calling it the 14-day challenge. I'm putting out a 14-day challenge. Um, hopefully, we're going to start it in November, but the main push will be kind of January, February time. And the idea is it's a free challenge for people um, to get them moving, meditating, listening to podcasts, reading books, basically all the stuff that inspires me. I'm trying to inspire people. And I have got um, 14 days that are all themed. So like the first, first day is called like, let's do this. The second day is called, I think, um, smashing your goals and choosing you. One of the days is called um, letting go and acceptance. One is called the power of now. So it's bringing... Um, things that have really helped me practices that have really helped me so I suppose that's the other thing that lockdown has helped me with in terms of the fact that I've done so much I've had to do so much self-growth and self-work to be in this place where I feel like I'm leading a really wonderful life even though I've gone through some real difficulties yeah. and so sharing that through my channel and through my yoga is kind of my my real passion and I want to um, do this free 14 days to kind of show people a little bit more about what what the channel is about I also want to do a I'm reading a lot about actually the science behind meditation at the moment so I want to do a seven day like uh, meditation for beginners because I think people are so resistant to meditation they just they always think they're bad at it they're like I'm bad I can't settle my mind I'm too busy uh, you know, all these excuses and it just has this incredible power to change your life and actually give you more time yeah. rather than steal time away from you. So yeah. I want to come up with a, like a real basic beginner's course for meditation. Um, I mean, I'm constantly coming up with ideas, but yeah, yeah the plan is to stay here for now and um, just keep working on everything and collaborating with people. I think that's a really wonderful thing to do because being a yoga teacher can be pretty lonely, like being on your own, running your own business. So it's oh, nice to collaborate. And I love, like, this is why it's so nice to do this and yeah. to do my podcast. That's another thing that I'm really trying to work on is um, my podcast and getting all sorts of different people on from all sorts of walks of life and mm. all sorts of topics. So yeah, lots and lots of exciting things for the future. So exciting. I'm definitely going to get involved with the 14 days and, everything that's coming up for sure such an exciting future plan um I would literally love to talk to you for so much longer about everything yoga <laughs> but we should probably get on to my final three questions um which I ask every guest 
So the first question is, what is one thing that you do every day to feel your absolute best? So it's hard for me to say one thing. So I'm going to kind of put it into like my morning routine. That's perfect. <laughs> meditation. I do 20 minutes of meditation. And then I practice gratitude. I read this book called Buddha's Brain and I um, took a lot from it. But one of the things was really explained how to change your brain in terms of um, meditation and gratitude and things like that. And he suggested that your gratitude needs to be really, really specific. So you, I, what I do is I think of three things from the day before and I literally picture the, the whole situation, how I felt, I visualize it, like the smells, if I had a cup of coffee with a friend, um, like what I was touching, or everything I can really sense mm -hmm. to create that picture to um, have that moment of happiness in my life again. So I do that with three things from the day before. Then I set an intention, and the intention is very specific to the day. So um, today was about balance. So it was like, I, I surfed this morning, I had um, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, coffee with a friend, and then this afternoon was about work, and then tonight is all about cooking nice food. So it was all about trying to find it. balance today. And then um, my affirmations, they are like huge to me. Positive affirmations really, really help me. And they go from like, if I'm having a bit of a tricky time, my affirmation might be, I got myself out of bed today. And I managed to get through the day and speak to a friend about how I was feeling. So it can be as simple as that. Or when I'm feeling awesome, I'll be like, I'm smashing life. I'm doing so well. Um, I'm an awesome teacher. I'm an amazing mentor. You know, I can say lots of wonderful, positive things. And it really, really helps me feel driven. And it also helps me just remember everything that I give to the world because I think we're all brought up to play small the old me would be like oh my god Sophie you are so arrogant and way too confident to be saying I'm smashing life mm -hmm. but now what I've realized is we need to we need to have that self-belief and that self-worth and your positive affirmations are just for you so yeah that's a really really important part of my morning practice so meditation gratitude intentions and affirmations Sounds like the best morning routine ever. <laughs> I love it. It sounds amazing. And I completely agree. We're, we're often so like quick to criticize ourselves. So actually having those positive affirmations just counteracts that. And I feel like, yeah, like you say, like I definitely would have been someone a few years ago who would never have kind of sat down and written positive things about myself. Whereas, yeah, it's, it's such a powerful tool, this positive self-talk. So I love that. Such a positive practice in your day. So second question is, is there a goal or a way you want to grow in the next year? I think my two kind of little goals, or actually they're quite big goals, but they're very much internal goals. And I'm actually really pleased that I've got these at the moment because often I'm like, I'm thinking of like the big picture and it's all to do with work. And I think especially when you are um, working on your own and your product is you, you can have your identity very much fixed in your work. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I have to remember that I'm not just my work. I'm not just a yoga teacher. I am me as me. And that's mm -hmm. enough. I don't have to be like 
super successful and doing all these projects. I'm enough just as I am. And so my two, two goals are to live in the present moment and to become an observer of my thoughts, which is obviously something we learn a lot in meditation, but due to society and life, it, it's often very hard to practice that. But I think yeah. I'm really starting to catch myself when I start to go up into some kind of story, some kind of negative self-talk or some kind of judgment or some kind of pre crazy prediction of the future that's you know, most likely not gonna happen. I really wanna take this moment where I just step back and I observe and I say, these are all thoughts. These are just thoughts. Rather than becoming my thoughts and becoming that worry and that stress, but just stepping out. So I suppose it's very much to do with deepening my meditation practice. Yeah, amazing. I think that's something that's really key for me as well over the next year. And like you say, like once we can become an observer, we don't have to actually feel the pain associated with some of these thoughts. Like when the thoughts kind of actually affect you, that's when they become much more challenging to deal with. But having them is fine. It's just letting them kind of roll over. Um, yeah, that's something. That, yeah, and that's something that's it is like you say in in kind of society today, super challenging. But such as such a beneficial thing to to build into our lives. Um, Tulsi, I just have to say, as a twenty-one, did you say? Yeah. I'm so impressed by oh, you and no. everything you have to say. You, yeah, you're oh, one impressive 21 year old. That's really sweet. Thank you. <laughs> Very true. Oh, thank you. Um, so the final question is: Do you have a quote or a mantra that you align to in life for positivity? My mantra that I say a lot in my yoga classes and is. Um, I think a really wonderful mantra because you can say whether you're feeling low or whether you're feeling high, it just resonates, I think, with whatever feeling state you're in. And it's, I am always enough. It's my favorite mantra. And especially if I'm just like feeling a little bit lost, I'm like, I'm always enough. And I think it's really important for us to remember that, that whatever we're doing, we are exactly where we are meant to be. Whatever I'm doing, work, personal life, it is always enough. And I think that if I can spread that to people through my channel and my yoga and so on, I'll be um, very happy. Definitely. My, it's, I love that you say that because one of my favorite mantras is, I am who I am and it's okay. And I am where I am and it's okay. So it's, it's very similar. Um, I love that. Yeah. And it's just, like you say, like when we have kind of those, moments of worry or kind of things aren't going quite as you plan just bringing yourself back to that that's really cool thank you so so much for coming on honestly like it's been so so great to talk to you i've absolutely loved it oh thank you so much for having me i really appreciate you reaching out and um it's been super fun yeah no not at all i hope you have the best day ever thank you so much speak to you soon loved speaking to Sophie this week. Yoga is a massive part of my life and it was amazing to speak to someone who is such an incredible voice in the yoga community. I hope that you have the best day wherever you are.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.